Doggy, today is a crazy day because the stock market's been doing some ridiculous stuff. And I'm going to talk to you guys about the market, what's happening, what I'm seeing from where I'm standing. And we're going to break all this down for you right now on the Black Financial Channel. So get comfortable, buckle up your seatbelt. We're going to get started right now. Channel that's theblackfinancialchannel.com. My name is Dr. Boyce Watkins. I'm your friendly neighborhood finance professor. On the Black Financial Channel, we talk about black wealth and black economics every day, sometimes as much as 10 times a day, under one condition. The condition is that you are black first. Black first means we are B1. That means we put put our community at the top of our priority list. B1 also means that we believe in black wealth as a form of black power. Uh, B1 also means that we educate our kids and put them ahead of the curve. If you agree with this philosophy, put a hashtag B in the number one in the chat, hashtag B1. Also, give me a yes right now if you can hear me okay. Let me know if you can hear me okay. I've had some weird audio issues with my laptop, so I want to make sure everybody can hear me. Once I see some yeses, then I'll go ahead and get started on the conversation. And I'll also talk about not just the market conditions, but toward the end, I'll give you some stocks that I like uh, that I really think are going to do well in this um, in this crazy downturn. All right, so uh, let me just kind of break down and explain to you kind of what I'm feeling and what I'm seeing right now, right? I, I did uh, This morning, I, I serenaded you. I'm a terrible singer, but I sang anyway because I just felt it. There's a song my wife and I used to love from back in the day uh, called Can You Stand the Rain by New Edition. Give me a yes if you are a fan of of New Edition. Um, And uh, and shout out to New Edition and also particularly Ronnie, the tall one. He's actually in the black business school. uh, I talk to the brother every now and then. He's a very smart man. He's investing for his family. I was extremely impressed with him. And so anyway, uh, New Edition used to have this song. Tell me, baby, can you stand the rain? And I love that song. It's so interesting how much wisdom I picked up in my little 19-year-old mind from New Edition. Like stuff like never trust a big button to smile. Or when Ice Cube, you seen Ice Cube on this platform when he said, if you smoke can, you are stupid, blah, blah, blah. But remember that? So I was like, okay, so I never want. So that's like, that was better than back in the day. Remember when Nancy Reagan said, just say no. I didn't listen to Nancy Reagan. But when Ice Cube said, if you smoke can, you are blah, 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 blah. But I was like, okay, I don't want to smoke cane, man. So these, these things work. Hip hop has power. Now they tell they now they like, well, you, if you don't smoke cane, you stupid, right? Then now they try to tell them to use drugs. It's crazy. I don't know how that happened. But then again, the white man's very sinister. He will do those things to your children. But anyway, with that being said, going back to New Edition and the infinite wisdom of Can You Stand the Rain? I love that song because, you know, it's like one of those things where they just said so many interesting things that I think apply to this stock market. Right. Uh, In the song, they said sunny days. Everybody loves them. Right. So when I think about sunny days financially. I think about the fact that the market was raining money. Money was just pouring out of the sky. It was so easy to make money during 2020 and 2021. So the days were sunny. And I remember sitting back saying, yep, sunny days. Everybody loves them. Everybody got into the stock market. Uh, I think about 30 or 40 percent of the investors or the retail investors just started investing a couple of years ago. Right. And they all started when, you know, during the pandemic, you had a lot of people that they used to do sports gambling, sports betting. They couldn't do that anymore. So they said, okay, well, let's turn the stock market. So they started using sports betting language to describe how they were investing in their stocks. They were using words like bet, you know, put the put the money. I'm a bet it all. I'm roll the dice. Right. I'm gonna make a play. Right. And it it is very exciting when you're going through it and it's easy to make money. And also one of the uh, delusions that ends up I don't I wouldn't say it frustrates people like me, but it's very interesting to observe is that there are people literally who started investing a month ago 
who will now then market themselves on the internet as stock market experts. Like, I'm a stock market expert. I can show you how to make money. Well, everybody's making money. Everybody's making money at, at that time. I mean, the, 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 it was raining money. The Fed was pouring money into the market at an unbelievable, unprecedented rate because everybody sort of went full force to deal with the pandemic, right? Was that a bad thing? Not necessarily, but they did kind of overdo it. And not only did they pump money into the economy like crazy, but they overpumped. They kept on going. They kept giving the baby medicine, even though the baby was up and running around and bouncing around. When the baby's up and jumping around, you don't need to give the baby more medicine. You need to start tapering. And there were experts that said a year ago, chill out. Yo, we, we, we good now. We're all right. It's not the end of the world. But now that you've created a pandemic economy, you got to understand this beast called capitalism. This beast called capitalism says, hey, it, it, what, it, however I'm making my money is how I'm going to keep making my money. I'm going ride to the, ride the damn thing till the wheels fall off. And so ultimately what happened is, again, like Dr. Dre go, going down the street in the sixth fold, they, they start you know, speeding more and more toward this pandemic economy. Big Pharma is making so much money that they don't want to stop making pandemic-related remedies. They don't want to stop selling jabs. They will never stop selling antiviral this, uh, antiviral that. They, they won't stop selling whatever remedy they have to help you deal with your virus uh, th- that could hit your body or the bigger virus called fear. Right. So so the pandemic economy is here to stay no differently from the way they figured out how they how much money they can make from mass incarceration. Right. When they realized how profitable private prisons were. You saw what happened. They were locking up everybody. They were like, well, should we, we need more inmates. Where are we going to get more inmates? Well, the black people, they make great inmates because we've been making money off Negroes for 400 years. That's what you're seeing. You're seeing uh, this pandemic economy where you've kind of got people that are just really addicted to, um, to, to pandemic life. Right. You know, if you're, if you're making your money selling your masks and selling your hand sanitizer or selling your, your jabs or selling your uh, your your your, uh, you know, your um, uh, whatever the, the, the treatments. I don't want to say the C word because they, they, they still ban you for that. Right. You're going to keep doing that. And, and the, unfortunately, what it does is it creates a really distorted economic reality. The Fed also got so used to pumping money into the economy and the media got so accustomed to all the money they were making by freaking out over every single variant, every little virus. I mean, somebody sneezes. Achoo! Oh, my God. There 10 million people sneeze today. That means that we, we're all going to die. We got to shut the world down. Well, that just makes things weird. You know, it makes things very confusing. And one of the one of the problems with the confusion, one of the consequences is what you're seeing right now. This market crash, this market decline, I'm not going to call it a crash because it technically doesn't meet the definition of a bear market. So you've got a long way to fall, right? This decline was as predictable as Lizzo eating a goddamn cheeseburger. Right? I, I, I know y'all hate when I make Lizzo jokes. Some of y'all do. But I don't care. Right? Seriously, y'all know Lizzo like her cheeseburgers. Give me a break. Right? Seriously, it was as predictable as the day is long, as predictable as me saying that tomorrow the either the sun's going to come out or a cloud's going to come out or it's going to rain. Right. It, it's as predictable as me saying that the sky's blue. It's pre- as predictable as me saying that the earth is round. Right. This market crash was a long time coming. Most experts knew that this was going to occur. And the reason that you don't want to just sort of write it off as, well, I'm just going to buy the dips. I buy all the dips. That's cool. Good. Good for you. Good, you got that resiliency. You got that toughness. But here's the thing. I'm a poker player. You guys know that. I'm actually really good at poker. Poker's a lot like math. So it's, it really fits my brain. So I've actually played in tournaments and won big tournaments with hundreds of people. And I'm, I, like, I like poker. I can hold my own in poker. The thing about poker is this. 
if you want to win at poker, you can't have a one size fits all strategy for how you play. You must adjust to the conditions. There, there's no one hand that's every hand is different from every single other hand you've ever played in your entire life. Different players. You're in a different position. You've got different cards. There's different chips on the table. There's different things, kind of dynamics occurring, right? Like no hand is ever the same as any hand that you've ever played in your life. If you are good, you understand these nuances. So what you have to understand is that there's this old Kenny Rogers song, I think, well, I think Kenny Rogers sang it, where he would talk, sing about poker. It's called The Gamble. And he said, you got to know when to hold them, know when to fold them, know when to walk away, know when to run. So ultimately in this market, you can't come in the market just saying, I always buy the dip. I'm going to keep on buying it. I'm going to dip buy it. That's great. That's good for you. That's good that you have the capacity to do that. But sometimes you don't want to buy the dip. Sometimes you want to dip. Sometimes you need to be the one doing the dipping, not buying the dip. You need to be dipping, dipping out, right? But then there's some situations where you don't want to panic. A lot of people are panicking. And that creates opportunities where good quality companies that are making good money that are going to do extremely well are now extremely, extremely, extremely dirt cheap. Dirt, 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 just dirt, doggy, doggy cheap. I mean, insanely cheap. Because what happens is that you have this thing called economic contagion. Uh, my dissertation chair, Andrew Caroli, who's now on the faculty at Cornell University, used to write about contagion all the time. It's just like contagion from a virus. Well, you have financial viruses, right? This contagion, what's happened is that the market, it kind of does a weird thing where, uh, where there will be certain companies that are certainly problematic that need to drop. But sometimes even good companies get hit because of what happened with the company across the street. So Netflix comes in and their earnings numbers are solid. I mean, they grew by 2.5 million subscribers, but because the expectation is so high and the growth expected growth rate is so high, Netflix ends up seeing a big dip in their stock. I mean, it's crazy. You add 2.5 million subscribers, that's recurring revenue. That's two and a half million people that are going to give you about $10 a month. That's an extra. So you're showing up and you're like, look, we're making an extra 20, $25 million a month. And they're still, the market's still like, eh, whatever, man, that sucks. Well, that's because the expectations were extremely high. Well, then what happens is when Netflix crashes, all a lot of other stocks start to crash. And the other stocks you know, it's kind of like being a black man. You know, you ever seen, I had a cousin one time who used to get into all kinds of bullshit in college. Like, this is just a true story. And he, um, one time he, he and he used to drink a lot, right? And he, he, one time he got drunk, he went in the room and fell asleep. He passed out asleep and something terrible happened in the other room that involved a girl and some highly aggressive men. I'm not going to talk about it because I want to ruin your day. But, but literally something bad happened in the room and the cops came in. And do you know what the cops did? They arrested every single person in the house. Every black man in the house went to jail and he was like, I didn't even do nothing. Why am I going to jail? It's because you were there. You were in the group. Right. So warn your sons. Keep Tell them to stay away from situations like that. But the point is that sometimes this happens with the stock market, especially when people start to freak out and panic. Uh, what you're seeing right now uh, that is very disturbing is you have uh, a lot of shifts in sentiment. Uh, investors are not confident like they used to be. A lot of these meme stockers. They 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 made me a lot of money because they were just they would just buy any damn thing. They were just like, oh, I'll buy AMC, even though the price is a thousand times higher than what the fundamental value is. So so they were cool. But now, now that they're kind of getting punched in the face a little bit, at some point, they're gonna walk away. They're gonna say, Man, stock market was fun in 2020, 2021, but I don't want to do it now. It ain't now I gotta really be an investor. I don't want to be no investor. 
right? It's just like dating. You know, some people want to hang out with you for about six weeks, but they don't, they ain't really, they, they can't stand the rain. They're not in it for the long haul. They were chasing a big button and smile, right? So ultimately you've got some investors who were chasing a big button and smile. They were in here because they thought it was fast money. They thought they could invest $500 on Tuesday and have a thousand dollars by Friday. Now they're finding that investing is a little more difficult than that. Than that. And, and, and only serious investors are going to be willing to do the work. So to some extent, you're going to end up seeing a thinning of the herd. You're going to see some of these retail traders who will buy anything. They're going to start bouncing out. There are certain areas of investing that you really want to be careful and stay away from, where if you choose to buy the dip, you must understand that you're doing it at your own risk. Um, the categories that are most dangerous, in my view, are meme stocks, AMC, GameStop, all the other crap, uh, SPACs. Special purpose acquisition companies, which pretty much were uh, cases in which highly intelligent people were were observing the market mania and putting any piece of crap out there for public consumption because they knew people would buy anything if you make it smell good. You could you could spray perfume on a turd and you could say this is a a, a special scented luxury turd and people will pay a thousand dollars for it. Those days are kind of gone. Spacs are bad for the most part. Uh, also, companies without profits, these are what they call growth companies. These are companies that maybe have high revenue growth, but their profitability isn't there yet. Those are the companies that are going to get you wet. They're going to get hit hard because when the Fed increases interest rates, it increases what they call the cost of capital, basically meaning that the borrowing that they were able to do that allowed them to function without making money is going to kind of change a little bit. Right. They're not going to be able to just sort of go out here and bleed money forever and, and still just keep going to the bank to get the, the liquidity they need. Now it's going to be a little bit tougher for them. And those companies tend to get body slammed the most. So if you have a lot of tech stocks in your portfolio, you probably woke up sad today. And, 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 and I just want to give you a little bit of hope to let you know that some of these companies, though, the Kathy Wood style ARK investment companies are the ones that are still going to do great. Five, 10 years from right now, they're beating up on Kathy Wood. And I think it's unfair. I think, honestly, I think that they're beating up on her partly, not just because she's she's different, but because she's a woman. I really think this is a a little bit of, this is where us men get a little bit uh, raggedy. And I think that they're beating up on her because she's a woman. I think it's unfair. Because let me just tell you like this, five years from now, seven years from now, Kathy Wood is going to look like the smartest son of a bitch in the building. Kathy Wood's companies, the companies she's invested in, not all of them, but many of them, are ARK Investments. She invested in a lot of tech companies and, and companies that have new technology and all that. The, a lot of these companies are going to be major game changers of industry-wide in the next five to 10 years, but you're not going to see those returns in the next two weeks. The next two weeks, she might continue to get body slammed because the market's kind of funny. There are segments of the market that are very short-sighted, okay? So do me a favor. Do me a favor. Hit the thumbs up button, thumbs up, thumbs up, share, subscribe, all that good stuff. Uh, I'm going to uh, now talk to you guys about some stocks that I like in this particular economy. Um, also, uh, if you want to join the stock market investing class, feel free to go to boycewalkins.com. The link is right there. Uh, and also those of you who joined the uh, level up conversation we had yesterday, that, that was a lot of fun. We spent two and a half hours with me and just eight people. I only invited eight people into the room. And, uh, so I could talk to you about your financial situation, help you level up. And it was really awesome. So I'll do another one maybe in the next uh, month or two. Uh, when I do it, I'll let you guys know if you want to join, uh, you can, you can certainly uh, apply and, uh, and, and, you know, but only eight people in the room. Cause I want to be able to focus and talk to the people uh, that are right there. It's hard to talk to a big crowd in the same way you talk to a small group. All right. So here we go. All right. So a couple stocks that I like, um, I like Spotify a lot. 
Um, and, and it's mainly just because, um, you know, Spotify is a quality company that really got hammered a little bit more than it should have. Uh, it was falsely incarcerated to some extent, uh, you know, when basically you have uh, some of these companies that are really good that are being hit by this negative market sentiment. I think Spotify is is, is going to do well long term. Uh, also, another one is Amazon. Amazon is another company. Jeff Bezos is just super smart. Uh, he knows how to make money like nobody, nobody's business. And uh, I think that Amazon also unfair, is being unfairly hit. Um, even before all this happened, Amazon was heavily um, you know, just, just really loved by the analysts. And, uh, and I, and I think that they're right about Amazon. So, um, I think Amazon and Spotify are a couple of companies that I really like. And again, um, if you, uh, want to enroll in the stock market class, I have a ton of stocks that I, that I pick whenever I see good stocks, I share them with the students. So feel free to go to boycewalkins.com and you can join the class. You can do a 30 day free trial if that's of interest to you. All right. Last but not least, um, Bitcoin, Bitcoin has been dropping. Um, I think it's below 40,000 right now. Um, what's interesting right now is that a lot of people felt that crypto was a good hedge, a good protector against stock market declines. They thought crypto was kind of a place where you would get good diversification. Like if I put some money in crypto, then when the stock market drops, I could go over here. My crypto might not drop. Well, they're finding that that's just not the case. They're finding that a lot of the same speculators who are buying the meme stocks and the crap stocks and the SPAC stocks and all that are also buying the crypto. So now you're just sort of seeing uh, either people running away from the market or people just trying to cash out before it gets too bad, or maybe people that are too leveraged. They have borrowed a ton of money in order to invest. And what leverage does is it, it causes an exaggerated impact. When the market goes down, it goes way down. It tends to overreact. So um, I wouldn't be surprised if next week ends up becoming like an amazing week. Um, but then again, I also wouldn't be surprised if some of the carnage continues. Remember, we're not yet in bear market territory. A bear market is technically a 20% decline from a previous high. You haven't, you're not even close to that yet. I, I don't think so. I got to double check the math, but I, I don't think you're close to a 20% decline. So, so you might have a ways to go. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, NASDAQ 14,000, uh, that's, that's 14, so 2,800. No, you, you ain't nowhere. No, you got a ways to go. So just understand that even though, the stock market is uh, getting hit pretty hard, um, uh, and some of your stocks are going to continue to die, just just so you understand this. Um, so you should not buy every dip just because uh, it, it could it could go much worse, but there are some companies that are going to become safe haven assets. Uh, these are, again, again, companies like Amazon are safe havens because they know how to make money. Now you're moving to a different economy where the ability to make money is extremely important. You cannot just live off hype. Right. You cannot just live off hype. So that's what I'm seeing right now with the market. I hope that this helps you. Uh, just remember, you know, I, I'll tell you what, um, when, when the market declines, that's a wonderful opportunity to make a lot of money if you are a sturdy investor. Um, in fact, it makes me think about, you know, if you're dating somebody and, and the relationship goes bad and then they dump you and then you're all sad and stuff, it's really your opportunity to build back better, right? Anybody ever had somebody dump them and then you meet somebody that's like 10 times better than the person you were with before? Well, you know, I remember going through that in college. I had this terrible girlfriend in college and she dumped me and it made me really sad. But then two years later, I was so happy I wanted to send her a thank you card. Well, the same thing is true with the market. When prices decline like this, when prices drop in such a significant way in a very short period of time, that gives you the chance to buy some quality companies uh, at, at, a, at a very good price. Now, somebody said you uh, not four, you only said three. 
Uh, I don't know what you mean by four or three, Michael. I'm sorry. I, I hope I didn't say four. I don't know what I said four about. But either way, though, um, I, I plan to mention two stocks. But if you want another one, another one I like actually is uh, Shopify. I like Shopify. So there you go. So there's your three stocks, uh, Shopify, Spotify, and Amazon. Those are three companies that I really like. And again, if you go to boyswalkins.com, feel free to join the class. You can send me questions. We meet for class every Tuesday at 11. And uh, if you have a specific question about a specific stock, or a specific financial situation, you can leave your question for me in the class, and I will answer that question in class when we meet on Tuesday. So feel free uh, to do that. All right, guys, I'm out of here. Have a good day. God bless you. Thank you for listening. I will see you soon. Take care now. Peace.